You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. This program may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Speaking of always being right, views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction, and in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al. Yes. Hey, we have an exciting show for you today. As usual, uh, we get the best in the industry to join us, and today is no exception. Darren Boston is with us today from Salem Tires. Here to answer your tire questions. And by the way, Darren said any calls we get on tires, we're going to give you a pair of tickets for the upcoming classic car show that's going to be at the airport, I think, June the 10th. Is that correct? I think it's 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, isn't it? 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. I was wrong. June 1st, Dave. June 1st (laughs) to June 3rd, in case you're wondering. Just like being married, you know. That's right. You're always wrong. Uh, Speaking of which, she's not home for the last 14 days, and I've been right. The party's over. The party's over. Yeah, she's coming home. How'd that happen? (laughs) She went to visit some relatives, and uh, I've been home for 14 days alone. So they both had holidays. Yes. Oh, my God. Painted the washroom in my colors. I did everything I wanted. Who's been feeding you? Uh, you know, I learn. I, I do know how to cook. Okay, yeah, so. <laughs> I wasn't sure of that. I'm working on this goulash right now. <laughs> uh, working. One eight hundred. Skip the dishes. Yeah, exactly. Skip the dishes. Exactly. That's what I expected to hear. I ordered this about three hours ago. What is it? <laughs> All right, and also uh, Carrie Schmidt. If we can get a hold of him, I think he has a client with him, and the. A client. Oh, he's doing yeah. a personal roadside <laughs> interview. <laughs> personal roadside interview. So uh, I left a couple of messages for him. He's due to call at the bottom of the hour, if we can get through to him. Uh, and um, was going to talk about a new contest we have coming up, which is going to be just great. We're giving away $500 worth of gasoline and three $100 coupons for gasoline. So that mm. should help you out through the summer. Maybe even get your trip to Montreal and back or something like that, which should be okay. Yeah, and speaking of uh, money, cash back. Uh, our friends at Volkswagen are going to be giving away some money. We'll have details about that a little later. Yeah, Absolutely. big ads in the paper. I mean, half-page ads. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that. And uh, we're going to be talking about tires. So if you have a tire question, you're going to get a pair of tickets for the classic car auction coming up. Let's take a break. <laughs> uh Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. You can listen to us online, too, at davescornergarage.com. And also stream us. Video is on right now, and you can see them. They're all dressed. They had some new stuff from Walmart today. We have in studio Darren Bossens, VP of Salem Tires. Tire questions get you ready for the summer when it gets here. Dave, over to you. Eventually it'll get here. Uh, well, you know what? Let's go right to the phones. We have a tire question Do from it. Wayne in Mount Forest. Wayne, good morning. How are you? Not bad, sir, yourself. Good. We're going to gift you uh, a pair of tickets to the Classic Car Auction. 
That's for awesome. the whole weekend. It's a VP VIP, I think. VIP pass. That's yes. the right word. You what have you to call? understand, I don't have any money, so I can't buy one, but I sure do like to look. You can look, you can lick, and you can talk to the guys. Oh, good. <laughs> called dreaming. Yeah. What's your question, sir? I'm losing you guys, but my question is, sailing tires supposedly are roughly half the price of other ones. I've got four winter tires I have to replace in four summers. I priced them out, and honest to God, Cal Tire, which was one of your distributors, I asked them for sale on tires. I got three different types of tires, or three different brands. They were 145, 157, and 168 for the three different brands. How come you guys keep saying they're half the price? Well, which one was the sale in? Which price was the sale in? The low one? No, it was the center one, 157. Well, we I talk about we're about forty percent less than tier one. So, what were the right. other two brands? Well, this was the the WT. Yeah, no, no, what? Not models, brands. What were the other brands that they were comparing the sailing uh, to? Bridgestone was one, and Cooper was the other. Right. So, Bridgestone being a tier one, Cooper being a tier two. So, they're different tiered tires. Okay, um, that was what I don't understand. What the really difference is. Mm. But I need to replace eight tires, so I've got a fair amount of dollars to lay out. So yeah, no, definitely, it, definitely. Um, the other yeah. thing too is retailers decide what they. Um, Cal Tire isn't really a you know they can access the sale and tire, but they 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 actually are exclusive with our truck, our medium truck. So it'd be better off if you go to someone that's got um, you know um, that sells it more exclusively than uh, than Cal Tire. Names and numbers. Yep, I can uh, give you that off air for sure. And sure. is a question here. So that the Cal Tire can make its own pricing? Everybody makes their own pricing. Sure. Yes. Right. So, yep. so if it's over list, it's over list yep. and it's up to them that It's uh, up to them to, you know, uh-huh. they charge whatever they want. So okay. but like I said, Cal Cal's always competitive for sure, but they don't they're not big sale and supporters in the PLT in the passenger light truck. Okay. Right? Explain okay, what's the, your the other thing. A year and a half ago I tried to price out tires the same issue mm-hmm. and it was for my wife's van. Okay. But the reality is, if I'm buying the tire, there's no difference in the pricing. So I need your dealers, like you say, off-air, whatever, yep. so that we can make something work. Yeah. Okay. You're going to hang on to the phone, and uh, Sebastian will take your number, and uh, somebody will get in touch with you next week. Monday. Yeah, Wayne, if you, if you want to give uh, Sebastian your email or phone number, I'll, I'll make sure I contact you. Okay. All right, good. I have a question for you. So what sure. is a Tier 1, Tier 2, and Tier 3? Well, tier one is your is your major brand, Michelin Bridgestone Goodyear. Uh, tier two is like your BFG, your Yokohama, Pirelli, all those. And then tier three, which is your value tier, is you know all the uh, private brands. But we should make a point here. All these tires have to pass DOT uh, all specification. All of them, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 there's no safety issues for anything that comes into the country. It's all checked. Uh, they yeah. all have to have DOT numbers. Um, there's no issues whatsoever there. And it comes down, like I said, it comes down to price. I know the prices of tires. I know what we sell them for. I know what dealers buy them for. We're usually half the price of tier one tires. Um, but retailers can choose to charge whatever they want. And I've seen before, we've all seen it, where they charge actual list pricing, right? Yes, so, list and, and overlist. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, it's not a suggested retail price. That's list price. So and people should understand that the, just because they're different tiers has no bearing necessarily on how they're going to perform. No. So in other words, um, their roll holding ability, their tire, the, the the wear of the tires, those have nothing to do with, with the, which tier level you are. 
Uh, typically, no. Like it's uh, you know the the majors obviously have you know they put a you know a lot of money into R and D. They're usually at the forefront, etc. Um, you know, typically they were they are going to get uh, better mileage than say a tier two or tier three. But that's not always the case. We've right. seen we've seen contra- contra- uh, contradictory information to that uh, once well, in a while as well. So. You, I've had four sailings on on the BMW. Yep. We ran that for over three hundred laps yes. at Cayuga, and they were good enough for a safety check when we sold the car. Exactly. I mean, they were just dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of times people sure. don't understand the fact that the those expensive tires actually worn out quicker. And then I try to explain to them that if you ever watch racing on Sundays, yes. every time the cars are in the pits, what are they doing? Filling up with gas and changing tires. Right. Well, hello. They only got 10, 20 laps maybe on a set of tires. So the more expensive tires will wear out faster, you say? They oh, can, sure. Yeah, Why is that? In Why the, is it? In the ultra-high performance. Like, uh, right. They're, they're made to wear out. Like, they're very soft, compounded. They're, they're made to grip. And it's always a trade-off. You want... Super mileage, you lose grip. You want great grip, you lose mileage. So exactly. You know, years ago, I had a set of uh, Continentals on a on a Rabbit that I had, and and I had a hundred thousand kilometers on those tires, but they were hard as a rock. Yes, and they wouldn't stick to anything. They no. were just terrible, slippery. And yet, I get a Crossfire, and it came with Continentals, wore out in one year. Yeah, you know. So, and then the other thing I noticed about tires is when they bulge out away from the rim. They are, are better because they don't damage the rim. A lot of guys have road rash because they're rubbing up against the, the curbs when they're yes. parking. Yeah. So if you're buying tires, you should actually make sure that it fits properly on the rim. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a <clears throat> there's a, a range of rim size for every every tire size. And like, and like anything else, if you have to go and purchase based on what your budget is. Yes. So you need to understand. Always. That's why Darren's here to take your questions about, understand more about what a tier one, tier two, tier three is, mm-hmm. and you fit it within your budget. No different than going shopping. Exactly. It is shopping. I love it when it's you, manly shopping. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Fun it when shopping. the guy says, "You got to look at my tire; it's leaking." And I go, "It's the right front, eh?" And they go, "Yeah." How did you know that? Mm-hmm. And it's because that's the one you rub against it's the, the curb. The curb. Yes. And they yes. go, "Excuse me, I don't rub against no curbs." You know. Yeah. So, they used to have okay. those, Alan, remember the they used to have the wire that came out that would tingle. Curb feeler. Yeah, yeah. That's curb it. Curb yeah. feeler. I remember I said that on my bike. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Okay, so listen, we've got your, we got a full hour with Darren Boston from Salem Tires. Learn more about what you should be buying and how to know what to do when you finally get them. What's the charge, Officer Kerfeely? (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Stay with us. Get ready for the summer. It it really is coming sooner or later. (laughs) So if you get any questions about your car, light truck, these are the guys to talk to. Al Gelman, Dave Rediger, and from Salem Tire, Darren Bossens. You know, if you go to our website, davescornergarage.com, you click on Lant Insurance, and it takes you to their Collector Car Events page. And coming up tomorrow is Cars and Coffee, which is where my son goes to this. They, oh, yeah? they go there, all these guys show up with really nice cars, mm. and they have coffee, and they chat, and whatever. Bench race. I call it bench racing. And they end up having a great time. So if you go to the site, uh, you can see that it's free. It's in Stouffville. Uh, there's other stuff there that they're talking about. Uh, annual Spring Fring Car Show, uh, Mother's Day Brunch and Car Show. That would be great. Take your mother, your mm. wife the to car the show? car show. Yeah, Right up most mom's alley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, bottom line is go to our site, click on Lant Insurance, and that page will come up. Uh, they just revamped their entire uh, internet page, and it's fascinating stuff. Let's go to the phone. We have an upper cylinder lubricant question from mm. Dave here in beautiful downtown Toronto. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry I don't have a tire-related question, but I do have a car that does have tires anyway. <laughs> but uh, I I've, I've been purchasing for the last uh, few years. It's an upper-cylinder lubricant, which you buy in any, you know, cane tire or whatever. Uh, you know, five ounces, three to 25 gallons. Uh, so 
so they claim it cleans and lubricates the upper cylinder walls. Now, um, looking on you know on the uh, web different websites, they say um, would it increase deposits on the spark plugs, the valves, valve seats, and pistons? And someone else says modern engines today have a lube system that sprays the cylinders. So, what is your take on uh, on uh, purchasing that? It's five dollars uh, for a little five ounce you know uh, bottle like that. Well, it's like chicken soup. You know, it can't hurt. I can't tell you how much it's going to help. Um, you know, most modern cars, as they're saying, are, are they have to reduce the amount of friction in the engine. The manufacturers are doing their best. It's like uh, right, right, right out front of my shop right now uh, is a whole bunch of earth-moving equipment. They're fixing the roads. And one of the guys there has a, uh, a 150, an E150, an F-150. And he's complaining about his fuel economy. And he said, I understand there's a device you can put on it that's going to give you better gas mileage. And I said, listen, my friend, the manufacturer's goal is to make engines that will last and get the best fuel economy they possibly can. So they're spending millions and billions of dollars on the development of that. They have to meet cafe ratings. You know, that's how they sell vehicles is by saying our car gets that better gas mileage. So same thing in in, in your, you know, your example here. Um... You know, you can use it if you want, but how much better are you going to do? You've got millions of engineers have worked on these things uh, to try to develop engines that perform well. I, I don't know how much it's going to help, to be quite honest um, with you. You know, I'd like to add to this one. We used to use that when we were doing carbureted engines mm-hmm. uh, because the gasoline was actually, there's too much gasoline going through the engines, and it was actually washing off the, the lubricant inside the cylinders. Now we spray the exact amount of fuel that the engine needs trying to meet emissions. So it is not as viable as it used to be. The fact that they're, you're saying they're spraying the uh, pistons, they actually do that to cool the piston. So in other words, when they shoot the oil into the back of the piston, the idea is that it's, it doesn't deform and it actually gets cooled. So would I, should you be using it? You know what? I would stop using it. I think you can save the five bucks and have Wait, coffee. Wasting my money, I guess. I, and nowadays, yes. In the old, take back, go back twenty years ago before we had EFI and we're running carburetors. Then I would definitely use yes. Actually, I used to put a quarter of a liter of of oil into the gasoline uh, to act as an upper cylinder lubricant. But mind you, all my cars never cost more than five hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you used to do with. I used to do that with my lawnmower. Put a little bit of oil, yeah, a little bit of gas. Yeah. But don't forget too. In these days, everything has an oxygen sensor. You don't want to be starting to, yes, no, you know, foul up your oxygen sensor because on the other side, you're going to end up burning more gas now because the co- the thing is confused. You know? So would it not be better for him to just take his car into a, like a garage and ask him to spray his cylinders? No, 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 he has to do nothing. Everything is automatic and computer controlled. Oh. What so. year is your car? Oh, it's. Uh, I use it in two cars: uh, a fourteen Dodge Dart and a and a '07 Dodge Caravan. Hmm. Okay, I haven't seen any benefits of those two vehicles. They both of them will run forever. The truth is, if you do regular oil changes, uh, they will literally run forever. We throw cars away because the bodies fail. Hey, Dave, you're a Mopar guy, obviously, right? Uh, yes, always been. Well, did you see that Barracuda in the wheel section today? That's a beautiful-looking car. No, I didn't get the paper yet. No. Oh, you got to get it. It's a blue blue 66, 69, Hemi, 69 uh, Barracuda, and the guy dropped a brand-new uh, <laughs> 6.1 Hemi into it. Oh, beautiful. Oh, oh. And if you got a couple, you know, quarter million dollars, you can There you go. All right, take care. Thanks for calling. Have a great Hey, don't forget to get a present for Mama, too, eh? Okay, thanks again. Yeah. You're welcome. You know, I, I'm kind of disappointed in the wheel section lately. It's got skinnier and skinnier. It's like four pages. 
Well, they say you can't ever be too rich or too skinny. Well, well, there you go. That's a good thing. (laughs) No, actually, it was Gloria Swanson that she said you never can be too rich or drive too slow. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) Because she wanted her fans to say hi. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She the one who invented the TV dinner? Uh, no, no, that wasn't she her. Was different family. She was Kennedy's girlfriend. Uh, really, the, the old man. I mean, one of them. Yeah, well, she yeah, was. One she of them. was his girlfriend. All right, they scored a garage. <laughs> we got to run. We'll be right back after these messages. Spring and summer. Got questions about your car, truck, getting ready for the road? These are the guys to talk to. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We got Kerry Schmidt from the OPP. Good hey. morning, Caddy. Hey, Kerry, I got bad news for you. Fun. Ford is no longer building cars. So that's it. <laughs> You're out of business. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> what a beautiful day. How's your Saturday going? <laughs> Actually, everything is great. You had a thing the other day where you had a police chase. A guy ran a, um, a ride stop, I guess it was, and yeah. you guys took off. In the States, when they have that sort of stuff and there's, there's damage, they actually charge the guy they're chasing. How does you it work were- here? After them, and the judges convict them of whatever penalties. Uh, they can also uh, assign them uh, restitution as well and costs, and we can go back and recover those costs. But really, we had two officers that were actually struck by this guy yeah. as he uh, fled through our ride spot check, which is we're looking for impaired drivers, and uh, he is now facing a whole litany of charges uh, from uh, drug possession and uh, dangerous driving and so on. Uh, he actually crashed his car. Uh, a short uh, distance uh, later, closing on the highway certainly uh, concerning for us. And both people in that in that uh, car went to hospital. We had another chase uh, that same day, that same morning, where uh, there was a carjacking and someone uh, stole someone's car. They uh, crashed and uh, bailed out in the woods at the middle of the highway. And we had our officers and other police services helping out, uh, looking for them. We actually had our aviation area uh, helicopter. Uh, heading that way to start assisting with the search. Uh, we had guys on the ground. We found him uh, running along a railway track, and he's in custody as well. So, you know, there's there's all sorts of things that happen every single day. Well, business is good, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's good or bad. We don't want to see that kind of thing happening because it really is a public safety risk for everybody. When people are, are running down police officers, driving dangerously, uh, stealing cars, uh, and they're standing them on highways and uh, taking off on foot. There's, there's a lot of issues there, and we, uh, we see that far too often. And if the public knew what was all going on, you know, we certainly appreciate their assistance. When they call 911 to report dangerous or some sort of behavior on the highway, we take that as a priority, and we certainly uh, want to make sure people are not uh, uh, taking liberties on the roads that are putting uh, people in danger. I think you've said it before on air that uh, that's how you do catch most of these impaired drivers is because of other drivers calling it in, eh? That's right. You know, we get a lot of calls, and you can call the OPP directly, uh, star OPP on your cell phone if you're in Ontario, uh, 911 in an emergency, really anywhere, uh, pretty much across the country. But just don't do it while you're driving, right? Well, you know what? There's an exception as well. Yes and no. We don't want you being distracted. But if there is a bona fide emergency that needs our attention, we uh, we certainly want that call to come through. So the passenger may have them make the call. But you are allowed to call 911. Um, if you see something happening while you're driving. You know, with the warm weather coming, you're going to see all these sort of fast cars coming out, you know, the McLarens and the Lambos and all that stuff. Sure. I mean, that's that's something that's really going to be interesting to watch this summer. Well, they're beautiful. I love cars. And, and seeing 
those machines up and down the highways is uh, it's always a treat. People are always are looking for those things. But when those vehicles, it doesn't need to be some exotic car. It can be uh, around the middle of four-door sedan uh, that's still doing 200 kilometers an hour. And when you start doing that, that's when we see problems. And I know there was a kid uh, just two weeks ago that was driving along, uh, chasing some other cars, apparently, and uh, he lost control in the, in the gravel shoulder, lost uh, into the guardrail in treatment, and he killed his buddy and killed his passengers. Oh, wow. Horrible. Carrie, I got a question for you, but last year we had such a problem with all these uh, motorcycles going around in packs. Yes. Are there any, uh, has the OPP made any plans to sort of try and counter this uh, challenge that's going to happen again this year? Well, I can't tell you all that we're doing, but uh, I know we are certainly keeping an eye on those kinds of activities, and, and if people have information, they can always call into the OPP as well. And, and certainly, we saw that last year, and uh, who knows if we're going to see that again, but hopefully those uh, people involved in those activities will take notice and realize that it's not worth it. If you want to go have fun with your vehicles, there are some great places not far from Toronto and all over the place where you can get onto a track and you can push your vehicle or your motorcycle or whatever it is you want to the limit. And you can have a ton of fun doing it, and it's not that expensive. Yeah, it's a Cayuga. We do it all the time. All we the ju- time. we take our cars out there and beat the snot out of them. How come you have to push them, though? Don't they run? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Little humor there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Carrie, thank you so much. All right, my pleasure. Have yourself a great day and yes. uh, have, a, have a great summer too. Enjoy your cruise. Thank you. You know what? Terry's available at any 401 Series Highway. Just look for him in his black and white or whatever he's on. <laughs> he's enjoying his cruiser. <laughs> I'm always looking for him. <laughs> and we have Darren Bosenson for the rest of the hour for tire questions. And if you have one specifically for I, tires. I, I thought of one. I thought of one. You'll you win, win a pair of tickets for the Collector Car Auction coming up June 1st at the International Center. Easy as giving us a call. This is Dave's Corner Garage. The boys will be right back. Way, baby, you can drive my car. Dave's Corner Garage, here's Dave. Actually, uh, you know what? Ford did announce they're no longer going to build cars. Uh, They're going to sell only the Mustang, which is a great little car. I have one in Florida. I love it. It's just phenomenal. And uh, also, uh, they'll be selling trucks and SUVs and crossovers, but no more traditional four-door sedans with a trunk. I think they're going to be opening up like an Ikea store, so you could build it yourself. It could happen. You see, yeah. you walk around the aisles, oh, and nice. yeah, you and get it, the fenders, the doors, the motor. <laughs> Hopefully and the directions are a little better. In, uh, <laughs> Do you get the key, too? <laughs> in, response, <laughs> that. in response, Cadillac has also announced the ATS will no longer be produced. Oh. All right, so they're also reducing the amount of cars that they sell. North, you know, I'll be honest with you, Canadians always bought cars with hatchbacks, and then they became CUVs and SUVs, yep. and I don't know. But the, the reality is we've always bought them. The U.S. always bought cars. Now they're waking up and deciding, you know, it's really great to have a hole in the back of your car. You can throw all your stuff it in. It is. Right? Convenient. So because of the U.S. market changing, uh, that's how the manufacturers have responded to it. So it's interesting stuff. You know, another thing, I, I, can I ask my question? No, I had a question. Yeah. Uh, Before I forget, you know, uh-huh. I've got Alzheimer's disease. And, uh, <laughs> uh, there you go. Um, this time of year, generally, when people start going up to their cottage, and uh, tires that are ignored quite often are the tires on the trailer. Always. And those are tires that sail and sells, correct? Yep. Yep. What do they call them? We call them road riders. Road riders? Road rider STs. STs. Special, there you specialty go. Specialty trailer. 
Yeah, and that's a special tire that goes on a trailer. And, you know, people ignore them, but uh, generally they just look and see if they got tread and if they got air. But you got to look at, for weather cracking and stuff yep. like that. Um, and if it's stored properly, that's the problem. Store right? properly. You want to look at the DOT, the last four digits, see and, what, yeah. what you And don't forget, generally they're what, like 10 inches, right? Uh, yeah, they go from 8 right up into like 16, 17 inch. And so, you're the only so, guy supplying. I mean, there's not many people supplying. There's very. It's it's only private brand anymore. Like uh, Goodyear, I think they just came back into the into the game with uh, with uh, a tire, but most of the majors don't make STs. And if you got a 10 inch tire on your trailer and your 20 inch tire on your car, yes. but guess what? Your tires are going twice as fast as those other ones. Yeah, and that's the other thing we should be talking about. If you're going to trailer, you better take those bearings apart and grease them. Absolutely. Because uh, you dip them in the water, you bring them back out, and all kinds of bad things happen to them. Yep. So you're going to be trailering, pull the hub, pull the bearing out, get it greased up, and put it back together. Alan will do that for you at a minimal charge. You'll need it because <laughs> the, the water levels, we have friends of a cottage up in McKellar, yeah. and he sent me a picture of the weekend last weekend about the water levels up around McKellar, all the cottages, he can't even find his dock. It's, it's, it's underwater? Yeah. Whoa. And it's right up to the right up to the cottage, which is a good another 20 feet of beach. Wow. Now, before we go back to the phones, Alan, tell him about the Volkswagen ad. The Volkswagen ad. Well, it's not an ad, so to speak. It's like a declaration of independence. <laughs> Here we go. If you, you may be eligible for benefits under the settlement if you own or leased one of these vehicles. Those vehicles are Volkswagen Touareg, Audi Q7, uh, Porsche Cayenne, anything that has the three-liter V6 uh, diesel engine. Um, if you own that in November the 15th, in there are abouts, uh, you can get money back. So all you have to do is call Volkswagen and... Uh, you probably get part, you're going to get some money back for sure. If you need more information, you can check VWCanadaSettlement.ca or call 1-888-670-4773. That's And you can get a whack of cash back. You know what I'll do is I'll post that on our website, mm -hmm. davescornergarage.com. If you go there, you can pick up that information. Could be a couple of bucks for you there. And uh, when I was talking to Jim, he was saying people are looking for those cars because they have tremendous mileages. Like you could drive them for three, four hundred thousand kilometers, and you save a bunch of money at the same time. Easy, yeah. yeah but yeah. they've been, but for all those miles, they were spewing out that diesel. No, some smoke. of them they can fix. Some of them are fixed. They reprogrammed some of them. Oh, now mm -hmm. sure, yeah. after three hundred thousand kilometers. Well, that's because they found God. <laughs> a late, I mean, they're, they're into the electrics now. Everything is going to be electric. Is pretty yeah, soon. they're going after Mister Wintercar now. So let's go back to the phones. We have a question from Peggy in Hamilton, and she's talking about all-season tires. Nice, Peggy. What can we do for you? Well, um, I have a 2014 Focus, and I have to replace the tire. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking I don't have enough um, to buy eight tires, so I'm going to all season. Is that a good idea? Uh, yeah, like all seasons are fine. Like, um, do you do much? How much driving are you doing? Well, less and less in the bad weather. Le yeah. I'm okay. So you you've got the option not to go out if it is a bad day then. That's right. Yeah, I know. No, you'll be fine with all seasons. Like we always suggest, winters and uh, all seasons for the summer, or or summer tires for the summer. Um, you know, just because the safety, etc. But if you if you can choose not to go to work, or if you are not to not to go out, sorry, uh, during the day, all seasons are fine. They'll they'll work fine. You just you have to drive for the conditions. Right. So, there, Peggy, there's four different types of tires, right? There's there's all seasons, summer, winter, and all weather. Exactly. What's exactly. all weather? All weather is uh, it's it's just come out in the last I guess ten years or so more and more manufacturers getting into it so it's basically a blend between an all season and a winter tire so it still has the three peak mountain snowflake so it's legitimately a, mm -hmm. a snow tire for you know our, oh, our friends in Quebec 
Yeah, you, so you could get a tire that's more, um, you know, it's more conducive to all year round driving. Um, but keep in mind, it's not going to be as good as an all season, or it's not going to be as good as a winter. Um, so it's a compromise. It's a compromise. Exactly. It's like those transition uh, sunglasses that sort of exactly. change with the, with the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Thanks for your call, Peggy. Thank you. Oh wait, Peggy, you want tickets to the auto show? Oh, I get, oh yes, sure. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so you want you to hang on, and Sebastian will get your number, or your email address, and we'll make the arrangements. They're going to be a, what's called a will call desk. You go into the auction. There's a will call desk. Your name will be there. You probably have to give some ID, and and they'll be yours. I think Will's going to be there as well. Mr. Call, Excellent. yeah, we'll, we'll call. We'll call. Yeah. Well, generally speaking, though, if you're if you bought a new car, or you're leasing a new car, that would be the time to, to look at those winter tires, though. Right? Yes, yeah. And getting a separate set of rims. Yep. And that how, that's the way it's going to pay for itself. I, I do. I tell everybody that because at the end of the day, depending on how long you keep the car, you're probably going to buy at least another set of tires for right. that car. Yes. Um, buy them up front. Winters all season, you'll probably get the same amount of time between the two sets. What's so. your website? Uh, Salentires.ca. Okay, Salentires.ca, Dave'sCornerGarage.com. Listen to the show online. We'll be back with more of your questions and answers from these guys right after this. Stick around. <laughs> Dave's Corner Garage, the phones are hot. So let's get back to them right now with Dave Renninger, yep. Al Gelman, and Dave Darren Bossens okay. from Sailor Tires. Now, just a couple of things before we go. News. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about news. Volkswagen Canada has recalled 500, 356 Tiguans. Four. Uh, they didn't weld the shock absorber uh, brackets properly, and you could lose a shock absorber. Ooh. So the way they say it is... Could affect vehicle stability. What, year, what, I would years? Say, what years? Uh, it doesn't say. So it means it's all of them. 2018s. Oh, good. All right. So everyone they sold in 2018s got an issue. So you should be getting a recall in the uh, mail, or if not, I would be calling T- uh, Volkswagen. By the way, Tiguan is a mixture of the words tiger and iguana. Sounds cool. I imagine selling that to the advertising it department. It sounds cool. <laughs> I want to see this thing. Tiger uh, and Iguana. Again with Volkswagen, they have a problem. They're not taking any more orders for the e-Golf, which is their electric RV yep. or, or electric uh, car. Yep. Uh, they have sold three times last year's allocation already. So if you want one, it's probably going to be a year and a half before you get electric wow. Volkswagen. Yeah, it's funny. You know, they want us to buy them, but they're not available. Uh, a customer That's of right. mine wanted to buy a new... There's a plug-in Kia electric car, and apparently you yeah. can't get it. They don't produce very many, and uh, it's it's more like for an advertising gimmick, I think, than in reality. And then yeah, the other yeah. thing, too, is um, they're just looking into Tesla now. A number of cars that have been involved in accidents have actually caught fire. Um, the battery packs, once if they're hit strong enough, they oh, actually oh, they melt down. It's terrible. Ooh. Oh, boy. However, uh, Tesla's response was <laughs> gas cars are eight times more likely to catch fire in an accident. Uh, Ford has stopped building the F-150 series pickup truck. because It's the most popular uh, selling vehicle in North America because supplier's plant has caught fire. And apparently now it's affecting Chrysler and GM. So if you're going to buy an F-150, you're not going to get a deal because they're limited supply. So you want one? No effing way. No (laughs) effing way. (laughs) All right, we're going back to our callers. We've got Joan in North Etobicoke. Joan, how are you today? Hi, great. Thank you very much for taking my call. I love your show. My husband and I used to listen to you on the way to Florida. Oh, we yeah! Get to, we get to <laughs> station by gosh or by golly, but we really liked it. It's very informative. Now, my question is, I have a 2010 Equinox, lived in the country where the roads are gravel, and every once in a while, I look at the motor, um, I'm a mother and a pensioner, and it's really, really dusty. And my question is, my husband used to shampoo the, mo- the motor every once in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how often. 
Should I be doing that? Is it, as I say, a 2010? No, I wouldn't, as a matter of fact. I mean, certainly what you want to do is look under the hood and make sure that the air filter is clean, the cabin yeah. filter is changed regularly. Um, you could take a hose, for example, to the front of the engine. Uh, you want to clean out the condenser and the radiator to make sure that they're not plugged and you're getting airflow. But in terms of taking a high-pressure hose and and hitting you know uh, parts of the engine where there's so much electronics underneath the hood now um, and if you use a, you know a thousand pressure uh, blow you know gun uh, yeah. pressure gun you're gonna push water into all of the electrical connectors there and eventually they're gonna corrode and cause you problems down the road so, oh, so you mean a car wash uh, hose then that exactly no way too much oh. pressure I wouldn't bother at all like I say if, if you go to the one of those car washes by all means take the one and and shoot it right at the rad and condenser yeah. Okay. In fact, you can do it from both sides. Um, uh-huh. You know, you want to push it because sometimes stuff gets stuck. It only goes one way. But mm-hmm. but those are the only parts of the engine that you really want yeah. to get wet. The engine runs on five volts, so oh. that's that's very very minor electricity. So the bottom line is you can easily short out the car. So you drive in, but you get towed out. <laughs> so, oh. so do not. It doesn't matter if it's dirty or dusty. It, what, what does matter is that, as Al said, the areas of uh, air cleaner and uh, radiator and condenser, those are the issues that are... Oh, okay. And can I ask another question? You sure. mentioned tires earlier on. Mm-hmm. How should I be storing my winter tires? Um, flat or side by side? Oh, good question. Yeah, that is a good question. Uh, uh, what, what, are they on concrete or... Uh, well, I've put them on a piece of plywood in Perfect. the uh, uh, tool shed. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's great. Uh, you can do uh, on top you, of... you can do them either way. You can do them horizontal or vertical. That's fine. Oh, okay. Yep. Thank you very much. You're okay. welcome. Uh, do you want to go to the auto auction? No, thank you very much. Buy a new car. Thank you for offering. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you got a brand new old car. There you go. <laughs> Leave a lady alone. She just want to go. Could you could you use a pattern like those football players do? You know where they're trying to exercise and they got to. Well, go. if you have the space, I'll, I'll, you can, for sure. <laughs> so wait, so I didn't understand. So straight up and down or lying on the side? E- either or. Oh, okay. Either or. Like what, what I do, I I stack mine. It depends on your space too. They take yeah. up maybe a little extra, a little less space by. Uh, stacking them i put down okay like uh the ladies said same thing piece of a couple pieces of wood put the first tire down and i stack them up from there but the, the bottom you... ones get squished sometimes so when you're trying to get them to fit to, to we afterwards to, to remount them yeah right yeah, yeah they're yeah. a bit of a problem yeah in that case you want to maybe put them uh vertically there you go yeah but you know if they're, if on, they're rims, on rims no doesn't no matter no, it no. makes no never mind makes no never mind that's right all I'll right just leave them in the trunk we got marion and aaron <laughs> we're going to talk to her right after this break and if you've got a car couple car quick questions we've got some time left give us a shout right now this is dave's corner garage <laughs> dave's corner garage you're there Yes, we're ready to go. I hope you are. You're shaved. <laughs> Just having a coffee. All righty. Uh, we have Marion on the phone, and she is from beautiful downtown Erin. Marion? Uh, yes, we're trying to sell a 2011 Nissan Versa. Mm-hmm. And um, someone who was going to buy it t- took it for a drive and was a little perturbed about the ticking that's in the engine, which has always been there. And mechanics have said there's nothing wrong with the engine. Right. But um, we were, uh, this person told us that they researched it and the engine could blow up because <laughs> okay. of the ticking. And I'm like, I have no idea what they're talking about. So have you heard about that ticking in the engine? No, not specifically. I mean, there's the engines do make noise on occasion. I mean, certainly if it was ticking because the oil level was dangerously low, yeah, that engine could blow up. 
But for the most part, no. I mean, there's a lot of vehicles that have tons of valve train noise. Yeah. So it depends where the ticking is actually coming from. Um, the other possibility of people will may call it ticking is perhaps, you know, you get a crack in the exhaust manifold or exhaust manifold gasket goes where that ticking, the, that sound will only be there for the first minute or so. And once the engine warms up, it's gone. How long is, does the noise there constantly or just as um, when it's cold? Marion? Uh, it's mostly when you accelerate. Uh-huh. It's- Seems to be. Oh, okay. So it's 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 not a ticking. It's more like a knock, or it could be a buzzing sound from a yeah. heat shield, something Marianne, like that. Marion, why don't you try running a, a a tank full of super gas to see if it doesn't go away? A tank full of what? Super. Super gas. Yeah. Well, you know the best gas there is, the one that costs five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, okay. It could be that the engine is knocking because it have carbon buildup if you drive very slow all the time. Um, well, it's mostly been driven like around town. Yes. All right. So put in some super gas. Go on the highway. Take it for a little run. See if that okay. doesn't go away. And then I would also, if 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 it's not serious, have your mechanic. Give you a note that says, you know, this is what the noise in the engine is, not to worry about. It'll run oh. forever. Ah. Okay, and that'll sort of, you know, take you take that sort of uh, the negative out People's of it. People's concerns. Yeah, exactly right. Because we really need to sell it, so. Yeah. How many okay. miles are on it? 123,000. And how much are you asking for it? 5,500. Well, that's not too bad. No, you're in the market. Now, the other question, the other way of of selling it to make it more saleable is if you do a cleanup on it, you know, you want to make sure that the car is looking good. Oh, it's it's impeccable. It looks inside. The interior is like brand new. Okay. The engine looks fabulous. And question, have you you had the car certified? It's certified. We just had it e-tested. Oh, perfect. Then there's, I don't yeah. see why you shouldn't be able to sell that really quick. Yeah, you maybe just we got a guy that, that wants to drive the price down and and right. Yeah, don't let, don't let the first one disappoint you. You know, it's, yeah, there's it a lot of guys threw out us there. off. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, yeah. You know, remember it's it's just a piece of merchandise. Somebody out there will love it. Okay. All right. Good enough. Thank you for your help. I appreciate it. No problem. You're very welcome. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. She sounds like a sweet lady. You should put a picture of her with the ad or in the car. Yeah. And then, you know, then you know how people say he's driven by some sweet old lady or something, and the car's been babied. I mean, there'll be a picture of Marion in the car looking like a sweet old lady. Darren, yes, you sir. are already ordering what now? Winter tires already? <laughs> uh, yeah, our winter bookings to our customers went out uh, two, two, three weeks ago. So you've already booked winter tires. Yeah. So, so how do you do that? You actually see what last year's sales were, and you add a percentage, or yeah, we well typically we'll yeah we'll look at history for sure. Um, we'll try to get some data from our customers based on their sellout because um, we know what we sell and what they sell is two different numbers. Yes, so, right. Yeah. Um, and then it's just it's it's a guess, right? It's it's fascinating. It's, it's, it, we're pretty accurate because we've been doing it for a while, but it's it's not an easy thing, as you know. There's many 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 sizes. It's like hedge funding for. Uh, Yes. Just has funny, basically. It, it you is, see, we're guys and we don't shop. We, If we were women, we would know these answers because I know. it's like they go, you got to go to the mall because we got to find, uh, they'll be blowing this out at this time. You go, what do you mean? How come the summer stuff is on sale? It's just, it's the spring. Well, that's the way to do it. Yeah, I didn't know That's that. in Florida. The one guy was talking about driving to Florida. There's a there's a stores there are always selling the, the summer stuff off because it's their winter. Right. But for us, you can always tell Canadians because we're in shorts and T-shirts and all the Floridians are in coats. Coats, yeah, winter coats. <laughs> <laughs> and I go to, there's one store called Kohl's. 
Yes. So yeah. this, the the pants are nineteen dollars, but they've been discounted to t- to ten, Jeez. and you get to the counter and they give you a coupon for ten dollars. Free, <laughs> practically free. <laughs> and then you go to Walmart and you buy the George shirts, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> T-shirts are three bucks. I mean, whitewash. I know. Exactly, disposable. It's unbelievable. Crazy. It's unbelievable. What's the biggest trend for that you see for this summer? The biggest, the most popular tie for you guys right now? Um. There's not really a, like sizing wise. It's it's still the two hundred five fifty five sixteen as far as sizing models. Um, there's really not a lot of uh, change. Uh, the only changes that happened over the last few years is uh, tires are getting a much more lower profile. Right, so which is a case. problem. That's lower profile tires are a real issue. Well, it depends on which way you look at. They they definitely perform better. They look aesthetically better. Most people like that look. Yeah, but the potholes. But, but, but they don't perform the well in potholes. No, no. <laughs> well, when I come into the city, I can't believe how bad the roads are getting here. I cannot same. drive my smart car because the roads are so oh, bad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my, my boobs rattle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you need a bro. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Dave, uh, can we uh, put you up in the chassis? And, uh, you need better suspension then. Are, are, are they uh, all season? Uh, no, we won't go We're there. Not going there. Wait, I'm just Googling boob jobs for men. Uh, <laughs> call, call Harvey. I want to thank you for joining us, Darren Boston oh, from no Salem Tire. What's the email Thanks address or the uh, site? Website, salemtires.ca. Alan? GlennAllenMotors.com. Come on in. That's it? That's it. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and thanks to the audience, Steve, and thanks to uh, Sebastian, as usual. We Go to our website time. and see all the blogs that are on there, daviscornergarage.com. There's some great new info on there. Yes, and I'll put the Volkswagen stuff on there tomorrow. Alrighty, Perfect. Keep the shiny side up, the greasy side down. And I'll see you on the flip-flop. That's actually a trucker's thing. Bye-bye, everyone. <laughs> Drive safe. Bye-bye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.